Hello and welcome to another University of Minnesota Extension Swine Podcast. My name is Sarah Sheik Belke, and I'm a swine extension educator at the University of Minnesota. Today, I am joined with Diane DeWitt, who is also a swine extension educator at the University of Minnesota. You want to say hi, Diane? Well, hello. I'm glad to be here, and it's a uh, it's great day in the late summer, and uh, you know we're thinking about producers who are thinking about harvest now too. I'm sure. And so today, rather than giving a research update, which a lot of the podcasts are, Diane and I decided that it's probably good to take some time to talk about some other topics. Um, and one of those topics that we're going to talk about today is rural stress. As Diane mentioned, we're later in the summer. Um, harvest is going to be coming up soon, which is and can be a really stressful time. It sure can. In rural Minnesota. And now the thing that's really good about this growing season is that uh, producers were able to get crops planted in a really timely fashion in, in April and early May this year. And that's something we haven't seen for a couple of years. And so um, we're expecting harvest to be timely. And, you know, we, we see that corn and soybeans are in their uh, later maturity right now. And so there, there's every indication that harvest is going to be what we would say earlier on time. And that is a good thing to be thinking about rather than being worried because of rain and other long growing seasons. So again, that, that always makes me smile because I grew up on the farm and that harvest was anxious, but also a happy time. Yes, I would agree with that as well. For my experience on a farm, you mentioned that it seemed like planting was pretty timely this year. We had fairly favorable weather, but one of the things that wasn't so favorable at the time, and again, getting back to our topic of rural stress here, was that was also the time that our pork packing plants were closing due to labor shortages because of our COVID-19 pandemic which at the time, it really threw our pig farmers into really stressful times. Yeah. Because they it, had pigs, they had barns that were full, ready to go to market, and they didn't have a place for them to go. So needed well, to work on trying to manage things differently, whether it was slow the growth, either through nutritional changes or other management changes or even find alternative markets. So that was an extremely stressful time at that, at that time of the year. And so it was a good thing for those farmers that also raised crops that they had that nice favorable weather and for the most part planting season was able to happen without too much stress as it right at least at least one thing was going right because you're right the packing plant interruptions really took a toll and uh we're and we're still seeing fallout from that uh now as well because the the packing plants aren't 100 percent back to capacity uh plus there's a backlog of hogs that may have been held a little bit longer and we're uh, coming into the season in the pork cycle when we normally see a larger number of hogs going to the packing plant through the the fall and up until Christmas time is usually a time when we see um, the packing plants are full and busy. 
it's it's been a very uncertain season in the hog business and it's not it's not entirely finished either uh, I guess I would have to say that we learned a lot about our industry and we learned a lot about the options to producers if they can't get their market hogs to their usual channels you know here in Minnesota what are the options for having custom pork uh, processed and I think probably we're going to see um, some growth in that area too because I, I also think that consumers kind of like having uh, being able to pick out a pig and, and have a pig that in their freezer or half a hog in their freezer that they know where it came from. So all those things have, you know, we've worked through them, but it's been tough on a lot of farm families and a lot of producers and their team members too. Mm -hmm. So going back to, I know you mentioned that um, we're getting into the time of year when typically there are a lot of pigs going to market. And as you mentioned, we're still experiencing some of that backlog on farms. And so there's still a lot of stress, um, even though a lot of our pork packing plants are back up and running, maybe not quite to 100% capacity, but we're still feeling those effects on the farm. And I think one important thing to point out is that on the farm, it's, it's the culture of doing everything and anything you can do to raise a healthy pig in an efficient manner that you can keep those pigs safe, you feed them well, and get them to that optimal weight quickly. So it did cause a lot of stress on our farmers when either those pigs they knew didn't have a market, um, they couldn't move them through their production system like they wanted to, or they had to alter yes. diets to slow them down, or even worst case scenario, they had to euthanize those pigs. That's definitely not what producers want to do. That's, that's not their goal. They want to do everything that they can to get that healthy pig to market because they know ultimately that's providing a protein source to right. not only their families, but also communities and other consumers as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pork's an important part of the, of the American uh, food system. And you know, it's, it's always interesting to see nutritional uh, comparisons between pork and other proteins, but the, the typical old the thought of an old fat uh, piece of pork is, is really uh, in the past. And we see a lot, a lot of lean, top quality protein coming out of, uh, out of our American pork production. So, uh, again, but like you said, everything on the farm is geared toward efficiency and, and uh, animal care and animal welfare and, and growth. And so when, when uh, producers had to make other decisions, management decisions, it has been stressful and it continues, I think. You know, there will be a turnaround because we always talk about the hog cycle and, and for whatever reason, it seems like the pork prices vary a little more rapidly and drastically than some of the other livestock species. But we know that, that it will come back, but it's getting through it right now that is the hard thing. 
Right, you're correct. Like you mentioned, like the hug cycle, um, you know, things are going to get better. But I think right now with just everything that's gone on, a lot of it being COVID related and then just thinking about you know, kind of the normal market cycle um, and where we're at right now, it, it's really easy for folks to get stressed, experience anxiety, get really down in the dumps. But we need to remember that there are resources out there for folks to take advantage of. We know that rural stress is definitely an issue. The Minnesota Department of Agriculture, as well as U of M Extension, have got resources devoted to rural stress. Um, Diane, do you want to share what some of those resources are? Well, like you said, uh, the Depart Minnesota Department of Agriculture and uh, the University of Minnesota Extension both have resources available. And in Extension, uh, we've got a, a rural stress task force that's been put in place within the last year. And they, uh, they put, have put together some great materials. But I wanted to highlight first uh, from the Minnesota Department of Agriculture, they are funding three counselors, rural and farm counselors, that are available at any time uh, for folks, producers or family members to talk to these uh, people free of charge and confidentially. There's no paperwork and there's no, no record of the contact between a producer or family member and these counselors. But the, the one that has been uh, with MDA the longest is Ted Matthews, and he's sort of well-known around the, around the state and around the area, and uh, he speaks regularly uh, on rural stress and on farm stress relief. And Ted can be reached at uh, the phone number 320-266. 2390, uh, 320-266-2390. And then there are two others, Monica McConkie, who can also be reached at 218-280-7785. And then Rich Tunnel has been added to the team, and uh, his number is 218-730-6833. And all three of these individuals are well-trained and understand farming and rural life and the family and farm dynamics of working in agriculture and li living in agriculture and, you know, actually being in, in a line of work that never really ends. And especially this time of year, uh, their farm families and producers are looking at uh, extended day hours of uh, as harvest approaches, but anyway, the three these three counselors uh, per, again provided free of charge by the Minnesota Department of Agriculture and can be co contacted anytime, and they'll they will uh, be willing to talk to producers or family members. Yeah, thank you for mentioning those names, and then also providing contact information. And like you mentioned, um, Ted Matthews has been in this position for quite some time. And then um, knowing that there's more need for these counselors, Monica and Rich were also added as well. I think it's also important to point out that there's also additional resources 
Producers also have access to a Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline, and that's a 1-800 number. Specifically, that number is 833-600-2670, extension 1, and that is also free as well as confidential, and there are folks at that line 24-7, so any time of the day, any day of the week, um, individuals can call that Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline. Um, that center is located in Minnesota and is staffed by both trained staff as well as volunteers. So anyone struggling with stress, anxiety, depression, or other suicidal thoughts um, are highly encouraged to contact that helpline and or um, Ted, Monica, or Rich, like we mentioned. Well, in addition, there's a crisis text line. And, you know, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, in, in my extension career, I used to get phone calls and then I've gotten emails. But these days, a lot of times, it's, uh, the communication comes to me via text. And I, and I do the same, too, with people that I work with and my family members. And so in that vein, there's a crisis text line that's also available for folks who want to get some confidential support and the text number is 741-741 and when when a person texts 741-741 they can get immediate and confidential support uh, in their time of of distress or in time of need so we've given several different options um, for folks to contact but like we also mentioned, the University of Minnesota Extension also has a rural stress task force as well as resources for folks. And those resources can be found on our website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash rural hyphen stress. Going to that website, folks will find different resources as it pertains to rural stress. Um, also, I believe on that website, at least the last time I visited it, also gives the numbers of the Minnesota Farm and Rural Health Line, um, right. the text line that we mentioned as well. Yeah, it, I think it's really, what something that's been really good is that Farm stress folks at the at University of Minnesota Extension and the MDA have worked together a lot on, on these. And so uh, the information resources are cross-posted both at the, the Department of Ag and also in our uh, extension, University of Minnesota Extension uh, web resources. And so uh, typing in rural stress can get you to either place. One thing that I really have uh, appreciated from the Rural Stress Task Force are some, just some short little fact sheets about uh, just a reminder of uh, keeping an eye on your neighbors and, and uh, you know, because here in Minnesota, it could be a long way between, between neighbors, but keeping an, keeping an eye out and, you know, having some contact plans or some, even some signals. Uh, you know, putting out a, a, a flag to signal that you're okay or that you need help, um, and just uh, making sure that we 
keep an eye on the the farmer in our life or the family members that are involved you know the support family members that aren't actually maybe not in the barn or on the tractor or the combine are still as concerned as the one that's actually putting in the hours behind the wheel at harvest time and in the in pig production a lot of times there are there's an extended team that works with the pigs and beyond the family and those folks are like family and so it it just um it's important to keep an eye on all these people to and each other uh to just make sure that everybody is holding up okay and if they're not it's okay uh and and contact some resources and get some get some assistance thanks diane i think those are some good conclusion remarks here as we wrap up this podcast for today so just remember um reach out if you need help or even if it's it's not you that need help maybe you're worried about um, a neighbor family member or a coworker. These resources are available for all of those individuals. So make sure that you keep an eye on your neighbor, your family members, um, and everybody that works with you on the farm. And is maybe not just on the farm, but like Diane mentioned, that's part of your team. So I'd like to thank Diane for joining me today in this discussion on rural stress. And also would like to thank all of you that are listening to our University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast. Again, this has been Sarah Sheik Belke and Diane DeWitt, both swine extension educators. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Swine Extension, make sure that you check out our swine specific web pages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. And on those swine pages, you'll find connections to our other podcasts, as well as our blog and Facebook page. To further connect and learn about research that's being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com.